Hello and welcome to the Talk Spooky to Me podcast. Um, sorry, I was just thrown a little bit there. We, me and Lini, count count ourselves in because we can't yeah, be I in know. the same room ever. Um, but when I I was like, okay, let's go, and I started doing the countdown, and um, Google started listening to me on my phone. Uh-huh. And she was like, Hello, yes, let's go. Where? Where are we going? It's like piss off, Google. It's horrible. <laughs> it's, Listen, this ain't about you. It's like, oh, hello. Yeah, like our bloody um, Alexa chimes in all the time. And I answered the door recently. I don't know if I've, I yeah. must have told this already. And I was having a chat with the delivery driver. And then she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. It's like, no, fucking oh! out, Alexa. <laughs> Violet is here out, as Alexa. well. Hello, Violet. Oh, Violet. Hi. Do you want to come and say hello to Bunny? No. Apparently not. She's like, who that? Um, it's been a while, hasn't it? Jimmy is nice. out painting the decking. So. Oh, nice. Is he getting ready for when we have rule of six back? Which yeah. Which is quite soon. Pretty much. It's very soon. Yeah. Very exciting. I know. I know. So, so basically he said, oh, I really want to crack on and get this decking painted. I'll be able to do a coat. And I've just checked, like, I said, okay, well, I'll kind of like, she can just run around the house and be a dick and. Um, I'll record at the same time and mm. I've just gone out and checked and he's literally done um like one corner it's like maybe a twentieth of it oh dear oh it's very apt that you said that I am doing fractions in math oh, at the moment because she's a um, teacher oh I'm trying to teach these children maths oh, and it's no. hard yeah <clears throat> it's hard Matt's Sorry, is tricky no no that's that, I mean that's it but basically all I'm just saying is a, a kind of preface that you might hear Violet a little bit more than normal because she's just kind of running around destroying my house yeah I sorry Lini but I enjoy not having children yeah yeah <laughs> I, I enjoyed that too <laughs> in retrospect <laughs> oh dear like no oh. do you know what she's she's cool um although yesterday uh she was in bed and me and jimmy were downstairs watching some telly and then i heard a bang and i was like she's not in bed so we went upstairs and she skipped out of our bedroom and back into her room and i was like okay so i put her back in bed and then came and told jimmy and i was like i don't know what she's been doing but just come upstairs by the time well, you had to get him, you wouldn't go look yourself. Well, no, no. But it was just like one of these of like, by the time that I'd come downstairs, she was out of her room again. So he came with me. And so we went into there and there was red everywhere. And I was like, no. what is this? No. And what she does? She's murdered Gizmo. No, my God. She's not okay. that much of a Jeffrey yet. Um... She'd gotten a red candle off the windowsill and she had got... Jimmy's got some cufflinks that um, are very sentimental to him because they've got his dad's ashes in them. She'd used one of his very sentimental cufflinks to dig through the candle, get the wax out and smear it all over our bed. And I was just like, what goes through a person's mind to be like this is a fun thing to be doing at 10 o'clock at night yeah something specifically <sighs> destru- yeah. destructive that is going to piss off yeah my mum and dad I don't, I don't get it I either. just I don't get it either. And it's like you know you're gonna get a bollocking 
Why do it? Oh, God. <laughs> so it's like uh, 10 o'clock at night. Mm. I was falling asleep on the sofa. I had to change the bedding because it was like covered in wax. And we have no idea if it's going to actually come out or not. <clears throat> Lovely. <sighs> Real destroyer of things is Violet. Mm. Yeah. She also had a massive poo in the bath and it scared her the other day. That was fun. <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah. So I was um, dyeing my hair and I got her in the bath. So I was like, okay, I'll stick her in the bath and I'll just quickly dye my hair. And so I start at the back, at the bottom. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh-huh. had my head down, like putting dye on. And then she went, mommy, there's a poo-poo. Oh my God. And I was like, what? And she goes, there's a poo-poo. There's a poo-poo. Mommy, there's a poo-poo. <laughs> and started freaking out. And then I kind of peek from under my hair and she has had a shit that is... Like a full-grown man-sized poo no! that was still Sorry, attached to her, no, and that she was stop. trying to get away from. Lady, I'm gonna be sick. But it was still attached to her bum, and so I had to kind of like get her out of the bath, drain the bath, dispose of the like honest to god like full-grown man-sized poo, and then shower and like hose her down because she was covered in shit. So yeah. Don't have kids. I hate that story. I think you should do the listeners a kindness and cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, listen, we're recording on a Sunday morning um, because our schedules are busy at the moment. I, in the morning, I have a weak stomach. (laughs) I had to lean back there because I wasn't sure (laughs) if I was going to gag. Fuck off laughing. (laughs) Sorry, don't have kids funny. Don't do it, because that is life. That is every day. You see how matter-of-factly I told you that story? That is because that is my constant. I hate that. I hate I that. that. I did not... This is not the journey I foresaw myself having. <laughs> but here <laughs> we are. Wow. <laughs> talking about shit all no. the time. Stop. I hate it. Anyway, I'm going to change the subject. Yeah, that's fine. Um... Sorry, we're just having a good old natter because um, if you've stuck with us through the last, what, five episodes oh, of yeah. Watch Ripper, God. we just need a little bit of uh, of relief. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's so much that we could talk about. I think because, also because we were trying to get through so much content, I was trying to do a little bit less of, of, of this ga- part. Gassing, yeah. The gassing. But... The gassing is important for this podcast. Um, if you don't like it, either skip it or find another one. <laughs> because um, the reason, the main reason that we record this podcast, if you weren't aware, is that we're long distance friends and we don't get to see each other very often. No, especially at the moment, we don't get to see each mm-hmm. other ever. So I'd be intrigued actually to find out how many podcasts have cropped up with the same premise during lockdown. Yeah. That would be cool, yeah. That, mm, whatever, we did it first. Yeah, we've been doing this for fucking years. We've not lived each other, like, lived together for fucking ever, so shut up. Yeah, shut whatever. Up. Um, yeah, so much has happened. Like, I'd ha- I don't think I'd even started my job when we recorded the last one. I think you were just about to, because you were telling me how many kids you were going to have and stuff like that. Yeah. Luckily, it's a small class. Yeah. I've got 21. Um, it's going well. I've been teaching for two weeks. Yeah. Um, it's a big deal because I qualified as a teacher and then there were no jobs because no one's leaving their jobs because of pandemic. Mm. The 
that sorry the pe- pepperoni pizza <laughs> um and basically i've had to be a substitute supply teacher just filling in yeah. kind of for one day at a time i had never taught the same class on two consecutive days let alone like two consecutive weeks yeah um, so it's a really big adjustment for me um it's it's all right they're they're a hard class yeah. um i've spoken to several people around the school like in the staff room and stuff like that everyone knows they're the tricky um, ones about the class yeah oh, God. <clears throat> and they're like oh how are you getting on <laughs> and like i see it in their faces so i know that it's not like <laughs> it's i like, know that the children that me. i teach have a bit of a reputation oh, God. they're not horrible yeah but they are chatty oh. and they kind of they won't listen no. and they'll go off task really easily and you know they're not an easy class to teach oh, and i am a one i'm a brand new teacher two i've like i said never taught sort of uh, the same class mm. so it's i've never really had to establish like behavior rules and volume level rules yeah. and stuff like that um and two i've just got them back after they've been off school for two months do yeah so there's a lot of stuff that they've forgotten how to do and also they won't have seen a lot of them won't have seen their friends for like yeah months. exactly they're chatting they're just they're and i get it like yeah. I, if i was sitting in a in a classroom next to my friends right not me and you yeah right, oh my god we'd never shut up no goodness no. <laughs> we'd be those kids yeah <sighs> so you know i give them a bit of leniency but my god it is hard <laughs> yeah no doubt like i mean i've just got one you've got 21 <clears throat> to anyone I suppose at least you get to go home at the end of it but yeah they are they are very needy though and mm. I think that is a result of them being off school yeah. for two months like they they're not independent like they'll come to me and they'll be like oh miss like can you do you what's this or what can I can you get me I can't think of an example off the top of my head yeah. but I'll point and I'll be like it's right there yeah I suppose and I'm like I'm in the middle of helping another child yeah and I've got three children lined up waiting to talk to me like yeah. they they need their hands holding quite a lot because they've lost that independence I guess that they that, that comes with had. like having your mum kind of be mm. there like yeah. constantly for the best part of a year as well yeah. it's like one-on-one teaching Fuck yeah that. part of what you do in primary school is to you know you teach them to be independent yeah if you need a pencil what do you do you get go, up go, you go, go find one yeah. you don't need to ask me no. like it's taking that kind of responsibility but they're kind of back back to square one oh, like, dude oh my goodness and their spelling is atrocious oh, no. because they've been working online um which has like spell checks and autocorrects oh, and stuff like gosh. that their spelling is really really bad um which is horrible which is really sad yeah i worked in a year five class uh last year yeah in kind of october november december mm. so before this point of the year and those children were way ahead of oh, the children that's I'm so teaching sad. now i know it is really sad it is really sad um but it's a lot of fun i've, I've been doing art this week oh with who are them. It's very messy. It's a very messy lesson. It's a very loud lesson. Yeah. But it's the creative process, isn't it? Like, Absolutely. I actually, I get really good results out of them, so I kind of don't mind that the classroom yeah, they is need, They need that, chaos. that kind of almost DOS lesson to let off steam, I think, sometimes as well. Like, you always kind of look forward to that because that's when you are allowed to talk. Oh, God. And be... it, the afternoons are hard, I think, in general with teaching. Yeah. 
you have to do the core subjects in the morning because when they come back they from lunchtime, yeah. they're gone. They're gone. Like, you can't get them to do like real in-depth tricky work in the afternoons. Oh, but it's the same with an office job, isn't it? You go out to your lunch and then you yeah, come back true. and you're like, oh, two hours left. Yeah, what you yeah. do after like one, two o'clock is maybe not your best work. Yeah, it's the same with them. Um, so I have to kind of carefully plan what we're doing in the afternoons. We're, we're making prints at the moment, which is really good because I did a lot of printmaking myself when I studied art. Um, so I'm able to help them. We're making like little templates out of cardboard with string on it. And then we're rolling paper over it. Not paper. We're rolling paint over it and then they're sort of printing it onto paper. I, I used to really like um, your lino stuff. Yeah. I remember it. I remember... Maybe not. Oh, God. I'm just trying to think if I've got anything to tell you. Yeah, we've not spoken much no. because I... You've been so busy. I've been so busy. Yeah. I am so effing busy. Like, I set out for work at half seven in the morning. Mm. I don't get home until about six o'clock. Dude. Um, during the day, I don't take a lunch break. I have an hour stuff, yeah. um, where I eat and I mark their books at the same time. And then for the second half of that hour, the children come back into the classroom because it's not COVID friendly for them to go and eat in a lunch hall anymore. So they have to eat in the classroom. Dude. And at that point, I'm running around getting stuff ready for the afternoon. So like for the printing lesson, I was like getting their, their inks and the rollers and the paper. Yeah. And I, you know, I set up for the afternoon. So yeah, between so half seven break. and six o'clock Jesus. every day. And then I come back, chill for a bit, and then I look at the lessons for the next day and like God. go through it in my head and make sure that yeah. So I haven't I haven't stopped. <laughs> anyway, and then on your days <laughs> off, you do this, <laughs> and I do this. I do the podcast, <laughs> and then after this, guess what I'm doing? I'm looking at the maths for the week. So, you know. <laughs> oh God! Oh Jesus! <sighs> anyway, yeah. I probably have some anecdotes, but I can't. I can't be remembering. I can't remember them. Um, and they're possibly about poo. So Ugh. I just won't right, tell let's them. Let's move on then. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what we're going to be talking about? Um, one is to keep it or try and keep it light. I mean, this podcast is a tricky one to get light sometimes because while we do a lot of different topics, they're usually pretty fucking morbid. So. Yeah. Following on from uh, Yorkshire Ripper, I wanted to do something that was a bit different. Mm -hmm. So I had a lozy. Uh, I've got like a little sheet of things that I was like suggestions to do. And Slenderman has been on there for a mm -hmm. while. But, but yeah, he seems, I don't know. I kind of thought, oh, it'll be fun to talk about. So fuck it, we'll do it. So okay. that's where I've gone with it. But then, of cool. course, there's a bloody attack in the middle of it that I've got to talk about as well. I was going to well. say, like, that, I remember that. That yeah. was not too long ago, No, was it? it wasn't. It was a lot sooner than I, more recent than I thought. And also, Slenderman is not as old as I thought he was. I thought he was, like, anyway, we'll get into it. Um, let's, let's discuss sources first. So, I uh, found some really, really lame places um yeah, I, <laughs> I got some really really shit because you know who's obsessed with slender man like the children that i teach children, children that are like 10 years old yeah they love horror oh, i know they they, they love it like do you know what it amazes me the amount of kids like that age that watch it and stuff like that yeah they 
they that's one that I was going to say like one of the, them the other day they're I don't know on the subject of art they all keep going oh my dad does art or my auntie and I'm yeah. like okay bring it in like that's I don't know and they're really proud of showing oh, off what their parents that. do I know and then um, one of the dads was doing stuff like it like Pennywise yeah art, and all the children knew it and they were so excited I don't know what I think because it's grown up maybe children are naturally very morbid as well I remember Jimmy's little niece well I say little niece she's like 15 now bloody hell god but when she was about about 7 or 8 she used to draw like graves and coffins and stuff and we were like (laughs) what the fuck because we didn't know any kids so we were like oh my god this kid is so morbid and then now we've come to realise that that's just normal kind of like kids are kind of obsessed it. with death and stuff yeah i am um, on fridays instead of an english lesson i have like a creative writing lesson with them yeah where they're kind of allowed free reign on whatever they want um but i usually show them a picture first yeah. so the picture was like some people trudging through the snow and, and yeah you know there's some children and some adults i'm assuming they, they were living in some kind of cold climate and and they did the donna party yeah what? Are you? Do- oh my god! Okay, the Donna Party was uh, a group of um, people like a million years ago who uh, basically got stuck in the snow and then resorted to cannibalism. Oh, sick. The children would have loved that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but So I showed them this picture and they were all a bit peed off because normally they get to write about whatever they want. And I yeah. said, look, I'm going to show you all this picture. You were probably all going to write completely different stories, which is lovely. Mm. Um and then I was explaining like all the different things they could do. I was like, I don't care if it's gory. I went, I don't care if they run into like a bunch of polar bears and they get ripped limb from limb and they're all their little eyes lit up. Oh. And so many of those stories, Had um, polar yeah, bears. they were all, uh, some of them found an abandoned hospital and there was a lot of gory stuff in there. Like, <laughs> they, if you leave them to their own devices, they will write stories about dark. horrible stuff god i don't know if other teachers would um advise that but i was a bit like well it's your story yeah if you want to write about something gruesome then like go for it and then we'll burn them at the end so the parents Uh, never see them ah see maybe that's the thing maybe that's why teachers don't let them do it because on the old book review yeah bits when the head teacher comes and looks through (laughs) you're like i'll be like well I gave him free reign. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, sorry about that. Oh, dear. You're oh going to raise the next generation of Jeffreys. Hell yeah. With your polar bear stories. Um. So anyway, I, I've i trawled through the numerous Slenderman blogs. Uh, I got a little bit of information from the Slender Archives Weebly page. Weebly.com. Do you remember Weebly? When you could create your own little... Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's heavy.com um, which have done a few articles about stuff uh, the Oprah magazine opramag.com did uh, oh. um, a thing about when that girl got attacked as did mm. the Washington Post um, and then of course we've got Wikipedia and Creepypasta fandom Love where that. I got some stuff they are good Yeah. so uh, Slenderman if you don't know is a modern cryptic Cryptic? I've put cryptid. Jesus cryptid. Christ. Off to a good start. First sentence Even and I've already that. goofed it. He's a modern cryptid. Um, as a myth that's gained infamy following its creation in 2009. 
And I was amazed. Oh. 2009. This is so recent. Um, he's mostly known by his appearance. He's a 10 foot tall, slender humanoid wearing a suit. Hmm. I'm familiar. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, sorry, single ladies, he hasn't got a face, so he might sound like he's a bit of a catch, but no no face, no ears, just a big old white melon on his head, on his shoulders, sorry. Pass. Pass. Uh, it's a no from me on The Bachelor. Uh, so he tends to abduct children as well, so maybe not so much of a catch, eh? But... Um, I can do with 21 children abducted. <laughs> I know a few, Slendy. <laughs> I've got some real choice ones. <laughs> some say that he lurks in the woods, waiting for children to stray from the path where he abducts and devours them. Others say that he just stalks humans indiscriminately, stealing people wherever he can find them. He dark basements, lonely deserted streets... Um, making him more of like a genuine boogeyman of like it yeah. doesn't matter where you are no one's safe like which uh, given what is happening in the uk at the moment um is kind of a bit more scary i would say but kind of adds a bit more realism than don't stray from mm. the woods it's more of a fairy tale sort of thing in it uh so the strange thing about this legend is that we know its exact origins he was created after w- with a um, Photoshop contest on something mm-hmm. awful, the internet forum. Mm. Eric Knudsen, who's known as Victor Serge, has contributed two entries consisting of black and white photographs of children with a tall figure in a black suit standing behind them. I know the one, yeah. Yeah. Um, Knudsen accompan- accompanied his submissions with snatches of text supposedly from witnesses describing the abductions of children and giving the character the name The Slender Man. The first quote under the photo read, We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But its persistent, silent and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. Uh, From there, the photos gained traction, with people adding their own stories and beginning to build Mm. a myth around the images. So, in the myth, Slender Man has many origins. The Germans... The Germans Black Forest, Germany, just not the yeah. German, <laughs> Germany's Black Forest, ancient Egypt, cave paintings in Brazil, um, all depict his movements around and kind of giving a bit more of an idea that he is this kind of, he's been there since the beginning. So I do yeah. have the origin stories on here, but I don't know how bothered you are about me telling them. Uh, yeah, I'm more interested in the <laughs> law. Um, we could always do a mini side where we read them. We tend oh, no, to do stuff like that, don't they're, we? They're like, they're really short. They're like, uh, oh. basically a paragraph each. Oh, go on then. So, in the Brazilian cave paintings, the earliest argued reference of this legend is a painting found in Sur de Captiva National Park in northeast of Brazil which are believed to date as far back as 9,000 BC. These paintings show a strangely elongated character leading a child by the hand, but make no reference to the extra appendages. So some people say that he's like got uh, tentacles, don't they? Yeah. In the Egyptian hieroglyphics, uh, which are around 
3100 BC in Lower Egypt, there's references to the thief of the gods or the thief of Cook becoming commonplace during the reign of Pharaoh Wazna. <coughs> Wazna? Pharaoh Wazna? Who? <laughs> who, who, <laughs> who, who the bloody hell's Wazna? <laughs> um, the hieroglyphic carvings represent the thief found in the Pharaoh's tomb who was rumoured to have some kind of an encounter with the entity. The carvings resemble a strange figure with multiple upper limbs and one that has never been found in any other hieroglyphic language. Uh, German woodcuts. The renowned German woodcutter Hans Freckenberg created at least two woodcuts featuring a creature that is described as Der Ritter, or the knight, during the mid-16th century and were discovered in Hasselberg Castle in 1883. Whilst Freckenberg is well known for his realistic depiction of human anatomy, um, which is great, <laughs> these pictures featured skeletal, multi-limbed characters. Historians are unsure of the exact symbolic nature of the, ca- of the character, with some claiming that it is a personification of the religious wars that raged in Europe at the time, while others say that it represents the mysterious plagues that are believed in the reason of the mysterious abandoning of the Hasselberg Castle and the nearby village in 1543. However, okay. many insist that Frankenberg was attempting to represent Der Grossmann, oh, the, or the tall man. Oh, okay. Yeah. According to the legend, he was a fairy who lived in the Black Forest. Bad children who crept into the woods at night would be relentlessly chased by Der Grossmann, who mm-hmm. wouldn't leave them until they either caught them or were forced to tell their parents about their wrongdoing. Even then, there is a chilling account from an old journal dating into 1702. My child, my Lars, he is gone, taken from his bed. The only thing that we found was a scrap of black clothing. It feels like cotton, but it's softer, thicker. Lars came into my bedroom yesterday, screaming at the top of his lungs that the angel is outside. I asked him what he was talking about, and he told me some nonsense fairy story about the Grossman. He said that if he went to the groves of our village and found one of the cows dead hanging from a tree, I thought nothing of it at first, but now he is gone. We must find Lars and my family must leave before we are killed. I am sorry, my son. I should have listened. May God forgive me. Oh dear. This must all be bollocks, right? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> you so. see i'm so susceptible to this i can imagine like 10 year old leany being like oh my god <laughs> yeah um in english mythology there is also the tree man who is said to have a slim body appendages that look like tree branches so okay. you know we're really thinking this through they've in germany they've got de grossman and this whole like rich backstory and we've got it looks like a tree tree man tree man Tree man's coming to get you. So because there's so many people contributing to the thread, the origins and the abilities vary every time. In some stories, Slenderman has multiple arms, like tentacles, and in some, he has no extra appendages. Sometimes he seems to kill the victims himself in vague, mysterious ways before him disemboweling them and bagging their organs. And in other times, Slenderman somehow compels his victims to kill each other, which is particularly... Yeah, I know. I have not heard of that no. one. Well, I mean, that's kind of a little bit uh, foreshadowing, I suppose, of um, uh, okay, the actual yeah, attack, yeah. isn't it? Of course. Um, 
So the vagueness and ability to adapt Slenderman to any time and place make him an easy mould to fill and he quickly moved away from something awful across to 4chan's paranormal board and eventually onto Creepypasta, which is where, in 2014, he was discovered by a pair of Wisconsin girls who were inspired by the stories to sacrifice their friend. Here we go. We're here here already. We're here already. Uh, On May 31st, 2014, 12-year-olds Morgan Geezer and Anissa Weir had formed a plan to become proxies of Slenderman and prove their loyalty. They would sacrifice their friend and fellow 12-year-old Peyton Lutner. Fellow 12-year-old. Fellow 12-year-old, unite! (laughs) God, I'm such a dork. Um, Prior to the attack, Peyton had befriended Morgan in the fourth grade. She saw Morgan sitting alone and went and sat with her, which I think is sweet. And they quickly mm-hmm. became best friends. Morgan recounted in in her uh, taped interrogation, she was my only friend for a very long time. No, that's so sad. fucking stabber then, Morgan. Nice one. Morgan and Anissa became friends two years later, and that's when Peyton said everything went downhill. Morgan and Anissa became obsessed with Slenderman, which scared Peyton. But she went along with it anyway, because Morgan seemed to like it and thought it was real. Mm -hmm. She says, I went along with it. I was supportive because I thought that was what she liked. Again, just sweet, little sweetie. Just a good pal. Yeah. So the night before the attack, the three girls have a sleepover for Morgan's birthday. They eat pizza, go roller skating and play with their American girl dolls. Cute. I know wholesome 12 year old shit and they're in the meantime two of them are like so when we stab the other one um then we're gonna they're go just like the plotting woods. yeah whilst the, yeah bonkers isn't it so next morning they all go to the park the girls start by playing a game of hide and seek peyton hides in the park's public toilet and that's when the two girls initially cornered her anissa tries to knock peyton out but fails so peyton just gets pissed off with them and is like what the fuck are you doing and but her friends are like okay well we're gonna go into the woods and she follows them because what else is she gonna do she's in the woods on her own like otherwise bless her so the girls stories differ and they change a lot but from what we do know is anissa holds her down and morgan stabs her childhood friend 19 times in the arms (sighs) legs chest and abdomen by so much i know The pair then walk deeper into the woods, leaving their victim for dead. They said that they believed the Slenderman's mansion was hidden further in the woods and that it would be clear to them and that they would then, once they'd made their sacrifice, they'd be able to go and live in his mansion. In the meantime, Greg Steinberg was riding his bike that Saturday morning and according to reports, he took a route through the brush that was chained off and then happened to ride across Peyton. Mm -hmm who was lying in a grassy area after crawling from the thicker woods where she'd been stabbed. She stopped him, asking, can you help me, please? I've been stabbed multiple times. Sweetheart. Steinberg immediately calls 911 and offers her some water. On the call, he can be heard comforting Peyton, saying, honey, he's coming. They'll be here in any minute. And soon after, an ambulance arrives. Peyton survives, uh, but she winds up in hospital for several weeks. The two young girls are quickly apprehended and imprisoned. 
In December of 2017, Anissa receives a maximum 25 years in a mental health facility after pleading guilty to being an accomplice to second degree intentional homicide. Mm -hmm. And in February of 2018, Morgan received 40 years in a mental hospital after pleading guilty to attempted first degree intentional homicide. She was diagnosed with schizophrenia from which her father also suffers. Basically, in the interview, she was told, uh, she was talking about it and she said, I've been like seeing ghosts since I was three. Like she's been seeing it her entire life. She's been having hallucinations. Yeah, another sort of tricky representation of schizophrenia, mm. though. Like, I'm very aware that we, you know, it does come up in these murder cases. Yeah. But that it's my. I just how how do I put this eloquently? You know, you don't want to demonise it because oh, not every no. person no. with that mental illness is no, <laughs> going to be one of these. It's it's tricky. It's one of those where. Um, there are people with mental illness who are absolutely fine and function very well. And with schizophrenia, her, like her dad. Her dad never went yeah, and attacked anybody. Exactly. Um, but he was not a well man either. And I remember watching the documentary on... It was the HBO documentary, wasn't it? And when he was basically saying, like, I can't believe that we didn't see the signs, given that I suffer from it myself. Right, yeah. So they feel yeah. guilty. Um, in the aftermath of the stabbing, the creepy creepy pasta wiki was blocked from all Wakasha. How do you say it? W A U Wakasha. It's Wisconsin. It's like the district where they live. I have no idea. No. So just basically, from their entire school district, creepy pasta was not allowed. Like it got banned on all schools. The myth of the Slenderman continues on through news stories popping up every day, including fan fiction of Slenderman seducing literally everyone and their mother. He is a sexy boy, Slenderman, and he um, has fucked everyone from Pennywise the Clown, which we discussed earlier, to just, you know, I don't know, Gary from next door. Not these degenerate shippers that write sexy fanfic, you horny bastard. (laughs) love it it's so bad so i was like having a look through to try and find a story because i was like oh maybe we could finish off with a creepypasta ew what like a a sexy one no i'm not gonna no i I could read you a sexy fanfic but a slendy slendy fanfic but no do you want us to read a sexy slendy fanfic tweet us at talk spooky have you got a slender bender like ah stop little squeak (laughs) so i have got one if you wanted to read it or we could just this could be a really 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 short episode read it go on do you want me to read it or do you want to read it i'll I'll do it okay send it there yeah i'm gonna okay so uh we've had a little off-air discussion yeah um the creepypasta is very long um <laughs> at this point in the podcast uh probably not gonna force you to sit through it for another hour yeah um what we did think if you would like to hear it please tweet us at talk spooky yep and um, we'd be happy to do a separate episode where we do it in a dramatic voice you know how much we love reading creepypasta oh, hell yeah i'll stick some um, background music on we'll make a night of it mm-hmm. we'll mm. make it spooky as hell 
Um, if that's something you want to listen to, then please do. Um, in the meantime, we're like, what, what have we got? What's a little filler? Um, <laughs> filler being the opposite word. I just found something called Slender Love. <laughs> um, parenthesis, Slender Man Cross Reader. Fan fiction, C1. Um, <laughs> this is, oh dear. Um, it's on DeviantArt, you guys. Oh. And it's by CP's newest proxy. Oh my god. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, the newest comment on their DeviantArt page is, So jealous of your amazing writing skills. So... That's promising. Very good. Um, I just I thought this might be one of those fabled fanfics. Oh, like I hope so. <laughs> Slender love sounds promising. It does. Um, I'm going to read it to you. Thank you. Your point of view. It's a hot summer evening. Your parents are out for the night, so they trust you enough to leave you at home by yourself. Oh, wow. What with being stuck in the stuffy, clammy air inside of your house, you decide to go outside and get some fresh air. There is a dense forest across the road. You have always looked out your bedroom window and wondered what creatures lived there. Agreeing to yourself to check out the forest, you throw on a light jacket <laughs> and grab a <laughs> flashlight from the front closet. The sexiest of all types of jackets. Oh, just a light jacket. Oh. Oh, it's an anorak. Oh. It didn't seem as heavy as you thought, so you open up to find there aren't any batteries. Duh. Going into your garage Goodness. and popping some in, you leave out of the garage door. <laughs> Who cares? Garage, garage. Making sure you have your house keys and lock up. Oh. What an important detail. Oh, sexy. Oh, I love Once you up. are outside, you take a deep, cleansing breath of brisk country nighttime air. You loved that smell. It made you feel good inside. Turning on the flashlight, you smile as you see that the brightness of the bulb was perfect for the forest darkness. <laughs> Me. Ah, wonderful. So peaceful and calm. <laughs> you hear I love when people just talk to themselves, just out for a walk. Oh, it's so nice out today. <laughs> I live. <clears throat> you hear a twig cracking in the distance. You <gasps> no. stiffen up, then relax. Me. What's wrong with me? It's just wildlife. Stop worrying. And then there's parentheses, yes slash no. Stop worrying. What the, what? I don't know. You continue your trek across the road to the woods, taking in the scenery. Serenity and beauty put your mind at ease. You start remembering news reports about sightings of a mysterious being stalking the area. Oh yeah. Oh, Oh, just think about that on my walk. Police giving up on missing people. Ah, serene, beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff of that nature. Yeah, sure. You thought nothing of it at the time. But as soon as you step one toe on the first fallen leaf on the forest border, (laughs) you acquire mixed feelings. About an hour... Okay, well, not that mixed, because you've been walking for an hour (laughs) now. Because you stroll up for an hour. (laughs) About an hour into your walk, deeper into the woods, you spot a weird-looking tree a few metres away. Oh, it's a Faster than you can blink, tree. the tree disappears. Oh, no. Me. The hell? <laughs> you turn 180 and immediately look up to see a very tall, slender 
man oh. that wears a black suit and tie with a completely blank white face. Oh. He has no eyes, mouth, ears, or nose. <sighs> Me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Your flashlight oh, goes God. out. And you begin to scream as a long, cold hand runs over your mouth. You panic and whisper to yourself, Someone, please help me. Okay, well, okay, it wasn't as sexy as I thought it would be. Wait, there was no fucking! Is that I don't it? Know it's called Slender Love. Maybe it's just because the author loves Slendy? Slender Man. I, oh. I, I thought he was going to like put his finger in her mouth and like, what? <laughs> Oh, there's comments. Um, Rainbow Factory Murder, oh, this is back in 2015, said, OMG, I wouldn't have screamed. I would have been that one person who introduced themselves and was all cool with it. (laughs) Good story, dude or dudette. (laughs) Yeah, okay, Rainbow Factory Murder. If you saw a 10-foot skinny-ass dude with no face... You'd be like, hey, what's up? Oh, hey, I'm Rainbow Factory Murder. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and then Slenderman slits your fucking throat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, there is, a, there is a second chapter. Maybe it does get... Oh. I hope it picks up quickly. Oh, dear. Oh. I think it... Oh. Okay, I'm looking at the next instalment and... In, uh... <laughs> is there is there love now? I think it. Oh oh god! Yeah, it, does, <laughs> it does look like it starts to get a bit like sexy. He, he's trying to protect her <gasps> with his oh. penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's written loads of chapters. Oh my god! Anyway. She's into it. She is feeling herself oh, literally. Dear. So anyway. there you go. That's another thing. Tweet us at Talk Spooky. Do you want us to read Slender Porn? <laughs> Slender Porn. Oh my god, Slender Man fanfic. Oh, I bet there's god. like cross fanfic where they like ship him with Jeff the Killer. Oh, hundred oh, <laughs> percent. Do you know it'll be fucking Slender Man boning Sonic or something probably? Won't oh it? god, why do they love Sonic? I don't know. Why does everyone want to fuck Sonic? I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, goodness. Anyway, should we leave it there? Yeah, I think so. That was just... I, I'm not going to read this this poor child's... Oh, it was published <laughs> in 2014. They're not a child anymore. Not anymore. Um, I'm not going to read all of their fanfic, but, you know, just as an idea of what is out there. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, thanks for tuning in, dudes. Dudettes. Dudes and dudettes. I'm a dudette, actually, she said. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, yeah, so catch catch you on the flip side. Uh, if you want to chat, we are at Talk Spooky on Instagram and on Twitter or on Facebook. If you're old school, uh, you can search Talk Spooky to me. Mm-hmm. Um, should you wish to support our podcasting endeavours you can go to patreon.com forward slash talk spooky we have some people who are very lovely and uh, help us with our running costs basically we have to to host this thing you do not know how much time Nini puts into (sighs) doing the researching and recording she has a child she is busy Mm. I'm someone's mother she's someone's mother anyway 
um, that's a lot of stuff for you to uh, think about. Yeah. Sit in the corner and think about what you've done. To Slenderman. To Slenderman. Um, I guess at this point we can take any uh, suggestions as well. Yeah. We don't have a lot planned. Open book at the minute. Um, we do have a, a bunch of ideas. We have a, a spreadsheet, do we not, of, of potential do. things that We're we would so do. Nerdy. But, you know, we've just come to the end of a big old... Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> um, so, kind of open to a new direction. So, let us know. Um, yeah. Cool. cool. Look out for Tree Man. Let us know if you see him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his All right. throbbing member. Oh, disgusting. Alright, and thanks for listening. Abby. Oh, you went with that. That one. Bye. Bye.